What's up, guys? Welcome to the 68th episode of The Third Out here. It's a little bit of a slower uh, week in baseball, not a whole lot of news. There's a few things that we'll, we'll highlight here in the beginning, and then we'll kind of jump into our main segment of talking about how what teams we hit on and what teams we missed this past season based on our preseason rankings. So we, we can hop into the news here for you. Bryson, what was the big, big news that came out this week? Yeah, the big main, the big piece of news was more Red Sox news. Uh, they have been the, honestly the main team that we have focused on all postseason, I feel like, on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, the Red Sox are the third out team of the postseason, uh, or team of the offseason. Runner-up is the Cubs. Uh, but they extended Devers. They had an 11-year deal. Uh, I forget what the amount was, but it was well over $300 million. So, yeah. Last week we had said they didn't seem to be close to a deal, and then boom, they made a deal. So, yeah, it was a little interesting here. Uh, one of the guys that you know that I listened to here on, I think it's the ITM podcast there, based out of Boston, with two guys from from up there, kind of broke the news on Twitter. You know, I think it was yesterday or the day before. He tweets out uh, they agree on an eleven-year. 330 contract it would sound good and then the next day he signs it so that was that was kind of interesting there yeah uh it kind of there's still a little question on the direction of the team oh definitely this this is a signing that points that they they're not they're not ready to rebuild yet you know as they haven't been for the last three years but he is he's a young cornerstone player mm -hmm. so it's good to bring him back although I mean, just looking at the their moves, not just this offseason, but going way back to like when they lost Mookie, the Mookie deal didn't make sense because he was 26. Mm-hmm. He would have been a good young cornerstone to keep, right? And it would have been for yes. about the same amount here. Uh, yeah. The, the Xander Bogarts deal, that one does make sense that you don't want to make that deal because that's, you know, then we're talking about a 30, 31-year-old deal or 31-year-old player signing an 11-year-old deal. That could be... You know, it could be disastrous for a team if they don't have a lot of money to throw around. Um, yeah. So, so that one does make sense. Then you have the JD Martinez deal, which doesn't make sense not to bring him back because it wasn't that much money and it's only a one year deal and he likes it there. Yeah. So it's been up and down. Yeah. But this one does make sense. I do like this one. So this is one that lands on the good side for me. Yeah. Th- this is definitely one that lands on one of. That it makes sense, uh, but when you're looking at all the other decisions they've made, at the same time, it kind of doesn't make sense because it kind of goes against what they've been doing. But good signing. Like, why would you sign him and not Mookie a couple years ago? Yeah, because they're basically the same player, like 26 year old MVP level player. Mm-hmm. And if anything, Mookie was better. Yeah, I mean, if I would rather have Mookie Betts on my team right now than Rafael Devers. Yeah, yeah, and you can and... have both. So there's more, more Red Sox stuff there. Uh, the other piece of news that we have was a player that the Red Sox released. was Eric Hosmer. He was signed with, I assume, to be a one-year deal with the Cubs. There's not a whole lot of information about this contract with the Cubs because 
the uh, the Padres are still paying him so much money that the Cubs, I, th- I believe they just signed him to a league minimum contract. It's, it wasn't even really said in the report. Like, I guess the contract was so small that it wasn't even like announced. Like they didn't even need to tell how much it was for because he's he's basically just getting paid by the Padres at this point. But yeah, one year got, with the Cubs. He's got a couple more years on that Padres deal, does he not? Uh, I believe so. I think I it's about so. three. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got, owed like thirty six million overall still. Yeah, which is insane. For to be paying that for Eric Hosper and he's not even on your team. But yeah. yeah. Another one year guy for the Cubs trying to I don't want to say revive his career, but try to get back on track there. You have him and signed Dansby Swanson. Uh, Cody Bellinger. It seems like they're trying to get a lot of guys back on track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're getting a lot of guys back on track. A lot of older guys. They're getting a lot of experienced players into that young locker room, which should be a good thing. Yeah, they do have – Cubs have Matt Mervis, who is a first base, uh, kind of a slugger type prospect. And, you know, it – He'll, he'll take over first base eventually, but it doesn't seem like he's ready yet. So mm-hmm. a good deal to get Bauer in for one year. You're literally not paying anything for a player that deserves obviously a lot more than league minimum, but just because of what the Padres are giving him, you don't have to pay him any more than that. So I think this is a very, very good deal for the Cubs here. Yeah, I agree. I think this one will be a very underrated tri- or, uh, signing. And, yeah, if, and if it's not, like, what do you lose? Because you're – yeah. Like, you're not even paying him, like, the veteran minimum, probably. Like, he's already got everything. Like, so, you're the, – the risk here is beyond minimum. Yeah, I mean, there's no risk here whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, the other final piece of news we had was Trevor Bauer. I don't know if this is really more breaking news, but more speculations with him of the, of the Dodgers cutting him. Uh, you sent me a video earlier today of some people basically saying that, you know, the Dodgers are expected to cut him, mm-hmm. you know, more and more rumors around that. He's Bauer has said some stuff about that on Twitter, but then the statement came out that, you know, well, probably, you know, if he gets cut by the Dodgers, he probably never finds a place to play in the MLB. And that kind of hit me. I don't think that would be the case. What do you think? Yeah. I think he's got teams lining up for him. Uh, I saw a video today. can't remember. It was on TikTok. I can't remember who it was from, but it had, the Astros, you know, possibly looking at him. They threw in the Mariners, uh, the Mets. Uh, there was another team in there. I can't. Oh, the Rangers. I mean, there there's a handful of teams I think that would be very in on him. And then I would say probably ten to fifteen teams would at least reach out. Yeah, and this is, you know, another guy who's getting paid by the Dodgers no matter what this year. Yeah, I mean, he's getting paid twenty two million dollars. Either if if he's sitting on his couch. He's getting $22 million, and if he signs somewhere else, he's getting $22 million and some. So you can't really lose if you're Trevor Bauer right now. And you probably Probably can't really lose if you're a team other than the the Dodgers as far as going to sign him because you're not going to need to spend the most money on him because he's already got $22 income coming in. No, and, you know, a lot of, you know, issues with him is if you want – do you want to shake up the clubhouse with that? You're not going to have to sign him for very much money because he's already making a lot. Yeah. So if he like, if he's a, they said like the PR problems that it would cause. Yeah. Internal I mean, problems if maybe. If he's that big of an issue, you can cut him, and it's not that big of a deal because you're he's not going to be signed to a you know fifty million dollar contract. 
if he gets signed, it'll be a one million or a one year contract. Yeah. Let's ten million, maybe. Yeah. Who knows I mean, what the is, guaranteed money would be? Yeah. This is professional sports too. Like you don't you don't win by being concerned about, you know, you know, PR problems and you're not willing to take risks and stuff like that. Like you gotta take some risks to to get where you're trying to go here. So Yeah. And you know, those teams listed off, you know, the Mets, the Astros, you know, contending teams may be a little bit more leery on it. But if you're if you're the Mariners or the Rangers or a team like that, I mean yeah. you got you got jump all especially the Rangers with that rotation Imagine. as it is already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if you what, add what Trevor Bauer their that, rotation. All right, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the power rankings that we made before last year started, before the beginning of the 2022 season. Uh, we're going to kind of go through this. We won't talk too long about every team. We're just going to touch about where we were right, where we were wrong. Starting on this list at number 30, we put the Pirates in dead last. And the Pirates did not finish the year too well. They did finish with 100 losses. Uh, they weren't quite the worst team in baseball, but third worst. So, I mean, between third worst yeah. and absolute worst, I feel like we didn't get that terribly wrong. Yeah, I mean, 27th and 30th, there's not really a difference there. Yeah. They do I have mean, exciting well, things coming. I don't know that I would put yes. them at 30th again this upcoming year. Yeah. Yeah, for last year, yeah, I, I think we hit – I don't want to say we hit it right on the head, but we hit pretty well on that yeah. one. And then moving up to 29, we have the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think this one is one we kind of missed a little bit. Uh, yes. They have started to turn things around. They weren't far below 500. Uh, their record last year was 74 and 88. Obviously, they were way out of their division, but I mean, they were seven games below 500 here. So yeah. not a bad season. No, yeah, you're. that's an average or a below average team. Yeah. But, I mean, they should be around, like, what, 16 maybe at that point, and we put them second yeah, to last year. So. Yeah, and they did have a lot of bright spots on the team, you know, that a team in last place wouldn't have had. Obviously, uh, Zach Gallon had kind of a career year at the end, put up some great numbers. Yes, And this is, again, and this is, again, another team that is going to look even better in 2023. Yeah, this one should be a sneaky. I think this the Diamondbacks will be a sneaky team next year. Uh, yeah, I think yeah they'll be five hundred. Yeah, I think that would be a good step improvement for them because their division is so hard. It's hard to say they're going to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. But yeah, for them to be five hundred, I think is a good, good goal or a very achievable goal for them. Mm-hmm. Then we had this is probably when we got we got this one wrong. I think twenty eight was the Baltimore Orioles. They shocked yeah, everybody. We were, yeah, we were way off on this one. But, I mean, you can't really blame us because if you look at all the preseason rankings, they were bottom five in every single one of them. Yeah. And so, I do remember as we updated our rankings throughout the season, it didn't take us long to get them up. I believe by week one they were already at, like, 20th. They jumped yeah. right off the bat. Um, and it's – they had so much rookie and young player input that it's hard to rank that coming into a year. Like mm-hmm. It's hard to rank it what Adley Rushman brought to that team and, you know, 
what Gunnar Henderson brought to the team in that short period of time. And it was weird how they won. Like they had a bunch of starting pitchers with ERAs that weren't so great, mm-hmm. like low fours, but they were all like decently solid. None of them were terrible. And they passed it along. Like no stars in the rotation, but yet they were carried by their pitching staff. It was kind of kind of a crazy way to do it, but they did it. Also, bullpen was incredible. Jose Lopez yes. is like best saver, best closer in the game. Felix Batista was also really good. So, um, then we had the Rockies at number twenty-seven. I'm not. I mean, I'm pretty confident that we got that one pretty right. I mean, they might have, may not have been twenty-seventh, but they were they were they were towards the bottom. Sixty-eight yeah. ninety-four record. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, injuries killed them all year. I mean, how many games did Chris Bryant play? Like 10, 15? I believe he was under 20, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And remember the start that C.J. Crone got off to. That did yeah. not last. No, not at all. So, obviously no pitching whatsoever there. The Rockies are definitely in the bottom tier. I mean, we have a couple other teams that finished below them. Record-wise, but not not by much. Uh, then we had number twenty-six. We had the Nationals. Obviously, I mean, we had them bottom five. They finished the worst. Yeah, we got that one kind of right. And if you know, if you hold on to Soto, some of the, like if they had held on to the players they had maybe the whole year, they would have maybe finished twenty-sixth. Uh, yeah. We had the Oakland Athletics twenty-fifth. So this is they should have definitely been below the Orioles. Because they were the worst team in the American League, and the Orioles were the only team that we had below them in the American League. So I think we got that right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that one was pretty close. Uh, Reds at 24. So, this one was probably pretty close. Yeah. Like, if the Athletics, the Athletics were 60 and 102, and the Pirates were six, or excuse me, the Reds were 62 and 100. So, yeah. Spot better pretty than close. the A's, you know. They were right there with the Pirates. The Cubs we had at 23. Cubs were 74 and 88. They actually kind of turned it on towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And may have actually finished, I don't know, would you say somewhat middle of the pack? Yeah, I would say probably closer to the back end of the middle of the pack. But yeah, I would probably say in that 20-ish, 20 range. Yeah, same so record we as the Diamondbacks far. here. Yeah, we weren't too far off on them, but they were a little yeah. they were a little bit better than twenty three. Yeah. What did what happened with them throughout the year that we didn't see coming? Maybe. I mean, th- their younger guys played very well at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, this is it was hard to bank on them because they had just basically sold everyone. The yeah, year before. It, yeah. So we didn't really know how these guys were going to perform for a full year. Yeah. Like, and Wilson Contreras went off. That helps. Yeah. Helped yeah, a that lot. helped them a lot. Yeah, I mean, whenever a team dumps their guys like the Cubs did, you know, two years ago, I mean, it's always hard to judge what the team's going to be like next year. Because yeah. the, the young guys can either – Yeah. The, team, the young guys can either be, like, ready – that moment and that's why they were dumping them off or they were dumping them off trying to get them ready 
to play and, you know, I don't want to say tank for a year, but, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to lose a lot of games and you're just hoping to get these guys experience. And that's kind of what they did this past season was they, they knew they were going to lose games. You know, they had their spurts of playing really well and then they had their spurts of playing really bad. Yeah. So that's it. I still thought this team kind of underperformed. Like Marcus Stroman wasn't good. Kyle Hendricks had an ERA of almost five. You had uh, Saya Suzuki, who couldn't stay on the field, really. Yeah. And maybe underperformed even a little bit when he was out there. So, I mean, those were players that I expected to have really good years. And they had terrible years. And the team actually did better than I expected. So, yeah. it was really, like you said, it was the other players, the young players, the new players who came in and did a good job. Yeah, I mean, those guys that you expected to be good and solid, you know, Strowman was one of those guys. You know, we're both very big on Strowman. He didn't yeah. have a very good year at all. You think he yeah. has a good year? Yeah, I mean, it really was those younger guys. And then, you know, if Suzuki stays healthy, you know, it may be different because he started off the year very good. You know, he was in the rookie of the year conversation, then he kind of fell off, and then he kept getting hurt. But, yeah, a full year, if he plays a full year uh, healthy – you know, it may be a little. They may be a little bit higher, but maybe middle of the pack. Yeah, maybe close it up to that upper tier, middle of the pack, from the back end. Yeah, and then at twenty two, we had the Miami Marlins. Their pitching staff did great. I think we still got this one kind of right, though. They were they yes. were sixty nine and ninety three, so still ninety loss team. Um, yeah the the run difference was killed though with their inability to 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 hit. Well, they're still mm-hmm. looking to address this offseason. They haven't they haven't made any changes this offseason, which is not good for them. But yeah, that pitching staff was incredible. Wasn't enough though to get them up much above that twenty two spot, I don't I don't think. Yeah, I think yeah, this one's pretty much I think this one's right. And then we had the Detroit Tigers next to twenty one. Tigers finished uh sixty six and ninety six, another 90 lost team, almost a 100 lost team. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, that's about 20th. Again, another team that cannot hit to save their lives. Yeah. Probably even worse offensively than the Tigers or than the Marlins, excuse me. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then we had the Royals right on top of that at number 20. The Royals actually finished one game worse than the Tigers, so they should be back to back one way or the other. Mm hmm. Um, although I do think with the Royals coming up, I mean, 97 losses may be a little bit worse than the 20th best team in baseball. Yeah. Uh, but they, they're probably in that 20 to 25 range. Yeah. But I think that's probably just because, like, if you moved up the Orioles and, you know, maybe the other teams that we've discussed, you know, maybe we were a little wrong on. If you move those teams up above this, they would, they would be right. So I think 20th is a good mark for them. We had the Rangers at 19. The Rangers also finished second to last in their division, another another 94 loss team. Bright things, you know, a lot to be hopeful for if you're a Rangers fan. But this year, I think you you finished at about, you know, 19th best team in baseball. Yeah. In a power ranking situation. I think it's incredible that we got, at this point, you know, I hadn't really looked at this ahead of time before we started this podcast. I didn't expect that we'd get this many right. Yeah, uh, we've gotten a lot more right than I thought. And of course we had our misses with, well, really our only really big miss has been the Orioles. 
Yeah, other teams may have been off by like five or so, like the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um, they're in the right area, though. They're in the right area. Yeah, other than the Orioles. But I just, you know, with everything that happens in a major league season, I didn't expect things to be this on point from the beginning of the season. And I think the top will probably shake that up a lot, though. Yeah, I'm looking from looking at the ones we have now. Yeah, I would say our top 12 are probably going to have a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff shaken up in it. True. All right, so number 18 we have the Guardians. Guardians did win their division. They were a 92 win team. We jumped from a 96 loss team to a 92 win team in one spot. We we got that one wrong, I think. Yeah, yeah, we we got them wrong. Uh I think yeah, they were a lot better than uh, most people anticipated there. Um, Youngest team in baseball. So it is, yes. again, you're trying to predict how, how well the young players will do. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. rough. Yeah, and this Guardian team, you know, being the youngest roster in baseball, they were also one of the hottest teams in baseball going into the playoffs. So That is true. They can, And they jumped up team, fast, too, in our rankings. Yes. I think by week one, we had them at number 11 already. Mm-hmm. So they took off right at the beginning of the year. Number 17, we have the Angels. Angels finished third in their division, an 89-loss team. Mm-hmm. I think that's about on par for going from the Royals to, to the Guardian. Or, excuse me, Royals to Angels. Angels, if you take out the Guardians, I think that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they may be a, they were a little worse than what we had anticipated. I think we talked about them being a little bit better than what they were. Of course, they had a lot of distractions this year with their manager yeah. getting fired midseason. Yeah, Trout getting the news about his back and all that stuff. They had a lot of distractions this year. But, yeah, we were pretty much on par with where they were. You know, they're about that 15 to 16 range. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I like where we had them. Then at number 16, we had the Twins. This is one we could have got swept up in, and I think we did a good job of staying cool on them. They finished 78 and 84. Yeah. I mean, from, you know, we have, we have our preseason, then week one rankings kept them at 16 all the way through, or well, through the week. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really. I mean, they yeah. weren't. They, they were a good middle of the pack team this year. And they looked like they could have won a division, though. Like, yes, I think they underperformed. Yeah, so it is it is a very disappointing year for them, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's maybe good for them to keep in mind that coming into the season, it felt like they finished where they should have started. Yes. They started where they finished. Mm-hmm. So despite how you may get swept up and how they did throughout the year, and being like, oh, we could have actually won a division and made a playoff run here. Well, you know, you didn't underperform and fall flat. <laughs> totally. Would have been nice to make the playoffs at least, though. Mm-hmm. Number 15, we had the Padres. Now we're starting think, to get some wrong. Yeah, I'd say this one's a little low for them. Yeah. 89 uh, wins, basically a 91 team. Yeah. Yeah, so this one's probably about six, seven slots too low. Yeah. They definitely him. finished. They definitely finished looking good, especially after the trade deadline. Yes, the trade they deadline, really of course, when you're adding Juan Soto, you're gonna look Josh better. Hader. 
yeah, Josh Hader, yeah, all the all those guys pieces that they added. Yeah, they're I won't say way off. Yeah, but this is one. This is another one like the Orioles that we got wrong. Yeah, and it's one that we walked into the season being right on. I think because mm-hmm. again, I think like we're saying, it took till about the trade deadline. They may have worked their way between like fifteen and twelve throughout the first half. Hit that trade deadline and went twelve to eight ish throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, I think. Now, was Tatis's suspension before the season started, or was it in the middle? I don't it remember. was the suspension was in the middle, but he had the broken wrist that he wasn't going to be back. In yeah, the so he was year. hurt. Oh, that yes, he got hurt and like, uh, did he play at all this year? No, because he got hurt in the lockout, and he wasn't able to tell his team. So as soon as the lockout ended, the news came out about him. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So I think we we were, you know, putting this together. We had him anticipating him coming back at some point. Yeah, in the middle of the season. Yeah. And then you know But I don't think we made this in mind of like looking at it at the end of the year. Like how we thought they were gonna finish. We just put it together as how good how good are these teams right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, but shoot. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, we we didn't anticipate them adding Juan Soto either. No, no, not we didn't anticipate. Nobody anticipated really what they did at the trade deadline until it got yeah. around when it started when things started happening. Yeah, so um, that's I think that's one big reason why we missed on them. Yeah, I I'm happy with this rank. Yes, with, with the information that we had at the beginning of the year, I I think we did well with that. Yes. And another one I think we did well with, even though we may have still put them a little too high, uh, we had the Boston Red Sox at number 14. Yeah, which I, I, I don't want to say That's actually probably about right. Yeah, I'm thinking four, probably 14 to 17 range for them. Yeah, I think 17 would be perfect because they were 78, 84, so they're a little below 500. Mm-hmm. The thing with them, though, is like I do remember going through power rankings and seeing teams who had or seeing people who had them at number one and two in power rankings. Like they were yeah. legitimately top five in so many power rankings. And I was like, no way. Yeah, I remember we made this list. I think we were one of the only ones that that I came across that had them outside the top ten. Yes. I I really remember going through and in this Excel sheet, I put like our rankings and like three other people's rankings, like ESPN, a couple others. Yeah, CBS. It was the it was the only one. Our list was the only one without them outside the top ten. I vividly remember that, and yeah. I was like, "Did I put them too low?" And we were like, "No." I yeah, I, I remember right, right before the podcast. That. Yeah, right before the podcast, we had come out with this. You know, we had like a ten minute talk about if we needed to move them up or not. Yeah, and we're like, "Well, no." And yeah, and then we start looking at the roster how each player has performed like no like this is probably about right and i mean it it was a little high for even but yeah i I, I think they were only as high as they were just because Mm -hmm. we were still a little scared to you know of what everyone else was doing at that point so yeah yeah with the information this is a lot like the projects with the information we had at the beginning of the year and you know the players that they added this was a very fair ranking for them yeah to be only off by like three spots and just I feel like three spots is the natural pool of just how much fear there was probably with us putting him here versus 
seeing everyone else put them in the top 10, mm-hmm. I think I think we did do uh, I'm happy with what we did with that. Uh, we did put the Mariners at number 13. The Mariners, again, this was a second-half team, second-half surprise. They pulled off a 90-win season, so we probably put them a little low at 13. They probably could have been a little bit higher. That said, record aside, I still think like they're just outside the top 10. Just yeah. with how the team looks and their inability to beat the Astros. like They look totally ineffective against the Astros and stuff. That really, really seems to hurt them, in my opinion, from like a power ranking point of view, like a power perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they can't. How many they they played what like thirty games against the Astros, and they only won like three. I believe something it like was that. they were like eight and seventeen or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was some crazy. It wasn't it was some stat like that. Yeah, it, it, well below five hundred, and yeah. if you can't beat, you know a team in your division like that i mean yeah it, that's really gonna hurt your rankings yeah yeah so i do like where we put them there at 13 the brewers we had at number 12 this was i think this was decent you know they were yeah. 86 wins um they were an high above high average high. team maybe a spot or too high but not, not yeah far off. I, yeah not far off at all for them you take take into account trading away dross Josh Hader, Ryan Telez, I think we got this right. Yeah. Well, pre-trade. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we did have them. Good. We did have them second their second in their division, and that's how things finished. And we had the Cardinals next. We had the Cardinals at number 12. Uh, the 93-win team. Yeah, this one. Yeah, we had um, 11. 11 pre- yeah. I think this is a fair ranking for how the Cardinals played out. Maybe a little high, maybe a spot or two. Yeah. But I mean, it evens out to about about where they were. Yeah, I mean, you're talking. This is maybe what they and the Guardians should have been in around this mm-hmm. eleven range. I think. Yes. You know, you this is where the the weaker division winners should be, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. even, yeah, just in this range. I like that. Um, we had the Phillies at number ten. I mean, throughout the year, this is probably about where they would go. Yeah. You know, if they don't get, you know, red hot there as soon as the playoffs start, you know, let's say they lose the division round. This is probably where you have them, which yeah. before the playoffs started, that's kind of where everybody kind of thought they'd get beat is a divisional yeah. round. You know, like then if, they make when that. When we walked, yeah, walking into the playoffs – they probably would have been a spot behind the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Walking out of the playoffs, obviously, they would have elevated themselves a little higher. They would be separated by more than one spot from the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is one. 10 seems pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, are we just looking at it, you know, right before the postseason started, like just regular season performance, or are we looking at it like after the fact that they made it all the way to the World Series? Yeah, which, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got to look at the whole season, I think, but it's kind of hard to judge when teams get that hot like they did in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, let's go with the Mets at number nine. That's what we had next. Maybe a little yeah. low, but not terribly. Yeah, a little low, not terrible. Uh, maybe seven 
six, seven. Yeah. Possibly. This was a team that, you know, at the end of the last year, they were not in the top 10 at the no. end of 2021. So it was kind of hard to predict how all those moves would shake out and just how much that would elevate them. Mm-hmm. They moved up fast throughout the year. Yeah. Week one, we already had them up to number three. So they did jump up fast. But I think, you know, from nine to, to six, it was a good year for the Mets, you know. Mm-hmm. Regular season good year. performance, especially. Um, then we had the Giants at number eight. Another mess. Yeah, this is probably the this is the big miss that should go down. We haven't had one of those in a while, I don't think. Like a team that was a lot of these teams we've yeah. been saying are a little too low. They should come up. This yeah. is one that should I'll go down. See. Yeah, I, the Giants was a I don't want to say it was a huge miss. But yeah, this I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, th- this one was pretty big. I mean, especially with how I mean, we were skeptical about this Giants team before the season even started. But we yeah. were skeptical on are they World Season. Series contenders uh, contenders again or not? We weren't. Yeah. If they were, hey, is this team going to make the playoffs? We just assumed they would. Yeah, this is another. Like everybody else had them, one two. It felt like, you know, top five. And we pushed them all the way down to. Eight. I think you kind of convinced me to push them down a little bit further. If anything, too, I think I wanted them maybe in the top five. Yeah, I think I think you. I think you wanted Maybe. to have them, I think, six. I think you wanted to have them before the Yankees and Astros. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, but, I mean, they probably should have way. finished about 15th. You know, just a very disappointing yeah. year for them as a whole. Mm-hmm. But Extreme. I don't know. We could have probably predicted this if we had thought about it a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah. I, it doesn't surprise me that we missed on this one. No. But, yeah, if I had to pick a team that's most shocking, this definitely was not it. No, but uh, the, we had the Ashes at number seven. That that's a low. slight miss. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about like top five teams in baseball, like they're all so close. They are all so close. Obviously, the Ashes were the best team in baseball throughout the yeah. majority of the season. Like they were always top three, if not one, at every point throughout the season. So, yeah, we were too low on that. But yeah, underestimated them a little bit. Yankees at six. This one's kind of hard to judge. I think this is again this is kind of fair. Like mm-hmm. they they should be in that three to six range. I think. Yeah, and especially because I mean three to six is so close talent. I mean, I yeah, it's so close. But you're talking regular season. They should be like record wise. They should be three. But yeah. you have to take into account. You know, no, no. Sorry, they shouldn't be three. I say yeah, it they would, should be about. Six. I think record wise, it should be about six. It would be Dodgers, um, Astros, Braves, Mets. They would be five. Yeah. So not terribly, terribly far off. But I mean, they looked so strong at so so many points, but then injuries got to them late. Underperformance mm-hmm. got to them late. We're talking like how they looked at the end of the year. I think six is good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. This one's bad. Yeah, this is that. I don't want to pin this one on you because I agree too, but this is this is your team here. Yeah, they were my World Series prediction, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe White so. Sox. Or that was the year before. Sorry, that was 2021. They were my World yeah. Series prediction. Um, White Sox were five, and they finished 500. 
So this is kind of like the Giants. That both the the White Sox and the Giants finished five hundred. Um, what do you pin this on for them though? Like this Giants, we don't know why they had a good year in twenty twenty one. The White Sox yeah. had a good year in twenty twenty one, and it made sense though. So yeah. why did they fall off? I don't. I just everybody underperformed. I think. Yeah. I mean, injuries wasn't. Fired. Yeah. Yeah, injuries wasn't a huge issue. I mean, they had some guys hurt, but I mean. It wasn't any more than any other team. Yeah, underperformance, like you said, I think. Yeah, huge underperformance. I think manager, you know, turmoil like that. I mean, anytime you're man- your coach, when your coach is fired, you're either your performance either skyrockets up or you, you don't perform well at all. Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's move to number four. We had the Blue Jays. Should have been below the Yankees, but yeah, could, it's still a ninety win team. Yeah, you could still put that. You could put them in the top ten, probably in that six to eight range. Yeah, just outside the top five. They were just inside the top five at the beginning of the year for us. So I think I like that. Yeah, I mean, this is another team that I don't slightly underperformed, especially at the beginning of the year. Yes, they turned it I on think, at the end. Yes, if they have. You know, if they start playing a little bit better at the beginning of the year, they probably would crack that top five. Yeah. Because they probably would have made the playoffs. In 2021, they finished the year hotter than any other team in baseball. Mm -hmm. And in 2022, they, I thought they would carry over some of the momentum, and they did not. They started the year looking really bad. Yeah, they were probably one of the coldest teams to start. And then they finished the year really well again. So, do we fall for this trick two years in a row is the real question. Yeah. That's Boba Shett and Vlad got off to career career terrible starts, too, which I don't think will happen this year, though. No. Because they slumped so bad at the, the first half, first three-fourths of the year for both of those two. Um, so, that, uh, that had a lot to do with it. Uh, we had the Rays at number three. This one was even worse than the Blue Jays. Yeah. Not as bad as the White Sox, though. They still made the playoffs. Yeah, a team that makes playoffs, but borderline top ten. Yeah, I would argue between nine and twelve. Yeah, I like that. Somewhere in there, I probably put them a little bit below the Phillies and Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would too. They'd be whichever were if we put Phillies, Cardinals, Cardinals, Phillies, whatever. They'd be right behind them. Yeah, and then we had the Braves at number two. I don't mind their top five. Yeah. Yeah, they're top five. Now, are they two? Probably not. But you... They were very good. They weren't... They weren't better than the Astros. So, no, they weren't two. But I could make the argument for three. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. Three, four, you can make a very strong argument for three and four. Yeah. Like if we walked into the, to the, to the World Series or to, into the playoffs again, fresh today, I would I would feel perfectly comfortable putting them two Astros one them two them above mm-hmm. the Dodgers going yeah, into the playoffs. And then number one, we did have the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I think I that think one that kind of remained throughout the whole season. Yeah, regular season. Oh yeah, I mean of course when you get up you get upset in the playoffs. You know, it happens every year. 
Yeah. Right. Now, MOB released their power rankings. Uh, they've obviously they released a lot even throughout the postseason. Uh, they released one on January first, though, a new year. Power oh, ranking. I did not. Are you I interested in how that, that turned out? Yeah. So they had the Astros number one. That can. Yeah. I don't mind that. Mets number two makes sense. Braves three still. Uh, they had Padres four. Is this for this made, upcoming season? This is for this upcoming season. Like as as the team stand right now, Padres four, Yankees five, Phillies six, Dodgers seven. Dodgers seven is a big drop, but you and I yeah. have discussed this. Yeah, Dodgers it, don't that, look the same. This is gonna, they're going to be a wild card this year. Yeah, I think they've they, lost. They can either, they can either be really good, you know, like they've been for the last few years, or they can kind of take that Giants role and, you know, kind of make a step back. I don't think they'll be a 81-81 team. I think they'll still win 90, 90 games, 95 games. But I mean, yeah, They've I lost their second baseman, shortstop, and third baseman. Their rotation yeah. does not look the same at all. They've taken some hits. You know they're gonna they're gonna drop off to an extent, and I don't mind moving the Padres past them. Just yeah, I think the Padres the, have done this offseason. Yeah, the Padres I think have a much better roster. Yeah, Mariners at eight, Blue Jays at nine, Rays at ten, Cardinals eleven, uh, and then the Guardians at twelve. I think the Cardinals and Guardians should both move past the Rays there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm losing a lot of confidence in the Rays right now. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, then we have Rangers at 13, Brewers at 14, Orioles at 15. Uh, are you good with those three there? Yeah, probably. I think the Orioles may make a little little run to get a little a few spots higher. But, yeah, that, that's not a bad spot. Uh, then we have White Sox, 16, Angels, Twins, Cubs, then Giants. I think that might be a little low for the Giants even. Yeah, 20 that's what I was just thinking. And then I think the Giants are yeah, well, fifteen to twenty. I'd say probably closer to fifteen, though. Yeah. So the White Sox again. The White Sox. I don't expect them to be around fifteen at the end of next season. Mm-hmm. I don't either. But I don't know if that's on the upper side of that or the lower side of that, though. Like it's a 50-50 chance, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to go big one way or the other. I don't think they can finish mid two years in a row. Angels, they're pushing all their chips in. I think they got to get higher. Twins at 18. All right. Cubs with 19 with whatever what they've been doing this offseason. I guess that makes sense. So 20 maybe. Maybe that's a good fit for the Giants. 21, we have the Diamondbacks. I Okay, I like having those two back-to-back because the Diamondbacks are really going to try to press their way past the Giants. They There's no proof that they can do it yet, but I think that's their goal. So I, I like having those two back-to-back, 2021. Then we have Marlins, Red Sox, Rockies. Hmm. Are the Red Sox that in that league there? Rockies, Marlins? Or are they a little bit above that? I mean, I kind of want to say a little above that, but who knows? I mean, with the roster that they have right now. I think they got to be. They got to be a little bit above that. I don't know. Marlins have such a good pitching staff. Yeah. The Rockies are too high. Maybe that's what's throwing me off. Rockies at 24 is too high. 
What do the Rockies have going for them going into the season? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you got Chris Bro- betting on Chris, Chris Bryant for a full year, somewhat healthy, and, and then you've lost CJ two Crawl. pitchers in free agency. So, I mean, you didn't have any pitchers to begin with, and you lost the only two decent ones you had. Terrible farm system. I don't. Rockies at twenty four. I mean, I know we're talking like bottom six in baseball, bottom seven, like, but I still think that's too high. They're gonna be bad. It's potential hundred loss alert here. Um, then we have the Reds, the, the the Royals, the Tigers, the Pirates. I think the Pirates Pirates can bounce up a little bit higher above Tigers, Royals, and Reds, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they're the third best team in that division. So yeah, they'll definitely above the be above the Reds. Yeah, uh, and then Nationals and Athletics bottom two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those last six are probably on par, and then you get the Pirates up there a little bit. Pirates up, Rockies down. I think if the Pirates and yeah. Rockies flipped. Switch, yeah. So then it would be like going down from 24, it would be Pirates, Reds, Royals, Tigers, Rockies, Nationals, A's. I like that better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that is our power ranking review, kind of looking back at what we did last year. I'm pretty content with that, honestly. Yeah, that went a little bit better than I thought it was. I thought we would miss a little bit more than what we did. Uh, I mean, we how many? We probably missed on three big ones. Yeah, we had White Sox. Three or four small ones. Yeah, White Sox, Giants, big, and Rays. yeah, Rays maybe. Orioles. Yeah, and then a few. Yeah, Orioles. Yeah, so yeah. A, a handful that we really missed on. But yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm happy with what we did there. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Make sure you are checking out our TikTok and our Instagram. We are posting daily on those. And we are we're going to start some new things on there too. So make sure you're mm-hmm. checking those out. Noah, you got yeah. anything else to say to him? I do not. Just Bryson's got some big things coming there on social media. So make sure you check that out. Keep voting on the... Uh, on the polls we've been put, putting out, you know, watch TikTok, share them, all that good stuff. All right. We will see you guys next week.